Well, good morning. My name is Kyle Collins. I'm the community's pastor here at Pulpit Rock, and we're going to have some fun together this morning. I've been looking forward to this week for a while now. If you are someone who has a hard time sitting still in church and likes experiential learning, then this morning is for you. I'm going to do something that you've probably never heard uh, at church. I'm going to ask you to stop listening to me in a minute and pull out your smartphone uh, and just have it with you, and we're going to play on our phones a little bit this morning. Sound good? Okay. Uh, I promise it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do it with the Lord, and we're going to do it together as a community, Uh, but we're going to have some fun kind of diving in a little bit deeper to this uh, idea of reflection. Last week, Jonathan shared this truth. Uh, that our spiritual growth uh, is driven by personal reflection. Personal reflection drives spiritual growth. Uh, If you missed it, I want to encourage you to listen to it online or watch it this week. Uh, But we really believe that truth, that personal reflection drives spiritual growth. Uh, And so we're going to lean into that a little bit more this morning. One of the things that we realize is this, that it's one thing to talk about the importance of something, to sit together and say, we need uh, to be people who listen to God. We need to be people who create space to ask questions. Uh, But it's another thing to kind of do that, to find time to do that, to create space for that. And so this morning, we thought we would just give you that time together here, and we're going to practice it and walk in it together as a community. Okay? It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, But it's going to look different, which is good. Uh, We created a a really simple reflection and assessment guide that will guide us during this time. We think it will be helpful to you. And uh, what I want to do this morning is just share why we're doing it this way, a couple thoughts about reflection, and then explain how the guide's designed to work, and then I'm going to set you loose to do it. You know, all of us at times uh, in our life experience this tension that where we are and where we desire to be in our relationships with God uh, feels far apart, that they're different places. There's this gap between where we are and where we desire to be or maybe where we feel like we should or ought to be. And regardless of how you're wired, I think that is a universal truth for us. There are times in our life where we look at our lives and say, hey, where I am and where I want to be, there is this gap between those. And that gap can feel overwhelming at times, That gap can feel really huge and looming. We just don't even know how to kind of move forward in that. But for all of us, we experience that. And Jonathan shared last week, I think one of the things that we have to do when we recognize that tension, when we see that gap, is just ask God, why do I feel the way that I feel about my spiritual life? Like we need him to illuminate and to to lead us in that. Why do I feel the way that I feel about my spiritual life? That we recognize that for all of us, there uh, is some things that are unfinished, that we are not fully matured or grown. But there's also things we feel that gap because we have this idea of an expectation of where we ought to be that isn't actually uh, where God has us in that moment. Sometimes we're comparing our spiritual lives with someone else and we say, well, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know how I'm doing, but that person, I mean, I want to pray like that person. And, you know, I'm doing okay, I guess, but I really want to listen to the Spirit like that person. I really want to know my Bible like that person. That we have someone in our life that maybe is a role model or an example in these areas, and we can unfairly compare where we are in our spiritual journey to where they are in their spiritual journey. And so we have to ask, why do I feel this gap? But one of the other reasons I think sometimes we feel a gap between where we are and where we desire to be is that our spiritual growth is a difficult thing to measure, right? It is hard to kind of know how we've progressed and how we've moved forward. 
because we have maybe a vague sense of how we want to mature and how we want to develop and how we want to grow, it's really hard to look back and say, well, I mean, that's where, I mean, I pray a little more or I pray a little better or I pray a little longer or I, I read a little more or I read a little better or read a little longer, right? It's difficult to kind of know how have I grown. And so I think sometimes there's power in just naming a step and saying, this is a place where I feel like God is leading me. I'm going to take that step. And then we have something to look back on at the end of a year, or the end of a few months and say, there was a place that God spoke to me where he showed up and helped me take it. And this is what happened from it. This is how I've moved forward. This is how I've progressed. I've taken a step and I feel like I'm growing in some way. And so the entire goal of this morning is we just want to do that. We want to help you name a step in your life that you can take this year. It might feel like a big step to you. It might feel like a little baby, tiny step. Uh, you may already know, before we even start this morning, where God is leading you to, to step. But we want to do that together. You know, one of the uh, things that is true is that we all have unfinished faith. That all of us in this room, none of us have arrived yet. And there are things in our life that are unseen to us and unknown to us about ourselves, about the world we live in, about God. And he desires to reveal those things. He wants to show us that there is something that God is doing in your life to build and to redeem and to help illuminate and see and shape. And all of our journeys look different. We're all in different places. But that is universally true, that God is chasing and pursuing, that he is doing the work uh, his Holy Spirit is doing the work of forming something in us and making us in his likeness. We can trust in this. One of the first verses I can remember memorizing as a kid was Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And it'll sound familiar to you if for no other reason than you just read it during our congregational prayer. Uh, but Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says this, Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. We have a God who knows us deeply, who knows us intimately. We have a God that desires to lead us and to direct us. We don't have to have all the answers. Because of this truth, because God is already working out our formation, because of the ways that he desires to lead us, we do not need a perfect plan for spiritual growth. We do not need a strategic five-step process of how to, how to move forward. And if you have no idea what, you're, what I'm talking about, maybe you're not in Enneagram 3. But after I spend time reflecting, I go, okay, here's all the things that God just showed me. Now I need to make a plan to like do all of that this year. And so here's my strategy. Here's my steps. Here's my kind of plan towards spiritual growth. What we need is just the next step. We need a next step, one step that we can take to follow God into where he's leading. And in fact, all we can do is take a step, right? The only way from one to 10 is from one to two. It's one step that we take to follow God where he's leading us. I think it's worth mentioning that for some of you, reflection might come very naturally and easy. Uh, if that's you, that's awesome. Some, some people spend a lot of time thinking about what happened in their day or week or month or year. Uh, I'm wired in such a way that I'm not thinking about the past very often. I'm usually thinking about what's coming next. And so the way I'm naturally inclined and oriented is what are the things that are coming ahead? What are the, the things two or three steps? And how do I plan and prepare and get ready for that? 
And so to, to be in a place of personal reflection, it's a little bit of a discipline for me. I have to work a little harder to, to sit in that place, to invite God to speak, to slow down, and to listen. But regardless of where you fall on that spectrum, I think we all can learn to ask better questions. That we can learn to approach reflection with thoughtfulness and with intentionality. And what we really want to do more than anything when we talk about personal reflection, it's just we want to get better at listening to God. Right? We want to get better at listening to his voice. Asking him to lead us into some places that are unseen and that are unknown to us. When you want to just invite him into the process of where he wants to take us. Not where we feel like we ought to go or what we want to do, but just slowing down and saying, God, what do you want to do in me? And where do you want to take me this year? And there's just power in naming that. You know, this might feel a little bit uncomfortable, what we're about to do uh, to you, just to sit in silence, to listen to God, to reflect and think deeply about your life. Uh, if that's you, um, I, just, I just ask you to lean in. I promise this will be worth it. Uh, if you'll take some space and time to just sit in this. Uh, but I just want to affirm that, yeah, it might feel a little bit weird to some of you, and that's okay. Here's how this morning's going to work. If you subscribe to our text bulletin, and you got a text this morning, you probably got two if you've been on it for a while, uh, then you may already have the link to this online assessment. Uh, if you have not subscribed yet, you can do that now. And we're going to text you a link to take this uh, assessment reflection guide online on your smartphone. If you, uh, I really want to recommend that you do that online with your device if you have capacity to do that. And the reason for that is there's a, a number of ways to kind of engage in some next steps with some links and some interaction that are uh, just really good online. But if you do not have a smartphone or have no way to participate online, would you just raise your hand? We have a paper copy that we'll bring around and put in your hand. Uh, so raise your hand. We'll bring around a paper copy and we'll get it to you. They're coming around right now. And if you've ever taken an online kind of quiz or assessment, this might feel familiar to you. So recently, I think on social media, it's been like, what Disney character are you? And so you answer a bunch of questions, and then it outputs like your Princess Jasmine. I don't know why I picked Princess Jasmine, but uh, it's, it, it will kind of work like that. Uh, and it, it sounds a little bit silly, right? But you're going to be asked 15 questions about your life that connect with some pathways that we have here at Pulpit Rock. Uh, and I want you to just sit in those questions and take a minute and just reflect thoughtfully and deeply. What is true of me right now in this moment? Not aspirationally, what do I wish would be true, but what is true of me right now in this moment? And just answer those questions. At the end of those 15 questions, a screen will pop up and it'll give you some recommendations of potential next steps that you could take to own your spiritual formation and your spiritual growth this year. There's some steps you can take communally with us here at Pulpit Rock. There's some steps that you could take individually. And I just want to say ahead of time, these are not prescriptive. This, the, the goal is not for you to just everyone to circle a step that comes up on their guide. But they're just suggestions. They're things to maybe help you think outside of the box in ways that you wouldn't have considered taking a step with God this year but he may bring something else completely to mind. And if he does, that is awesome. So I'm going to pray in just a minute. And at the end of my time of prayer, you're going to be texted that link if you have not already received it. And you can go ahead and just start that assessment at the end of that prayer time. I'm going to come back up after I give a little space and time.
and I'll close this out. We have one more over here too, just uh, a paper copy, and I'll kind of close out that time. If you finish early, there'll be some questions on the screen just for further reflection that you can lean into. I invite you to pull out that shiny new journal that you bought this week after Jonathan told you to, um, or maybe the notes app on your phone, and you can just reflect on those questions in maybe a deeper way. I'm going to pray and invite God to lead us, and we're going to jump in. Father God, we thank you for the ways that you care for our hearts. We thank you for the ways that you love us. We're thankful that you know us in ways that we do not yet know, that there's someone out there who knows the deepest, innermost workings of our soul and emotions, heart, personality. We thank you for the ways that you do lead us. We ask now, even as we just take this, uh, this assessment, that you would direct us. Would you illuminate and show us things that are unseen or hidden? Would you lead us in just taking a next step? Would you be gracious and kind to us in ways that we are not always to ourselves? And we, your people, will just sit and listen. And we invite you to lead. Amen.
Now, I know that was only a few minutes, but how was that for you? How'd that feel? If you participated online uh, with that assessment, then you just got an email that will have some further questions for reflection. Just want to encourage you this week that maybe uh, taking some time uh, by yourself to, to reflect on some of those could be something that's really helpful to you. And so if you want to do that, those will be emailed to you. Um, if you filled out one of the paper copies, you can take this home and just spend some time with it this week. Uh, would love for you to uh, just keep that. We're going to take it a step further here in just a minute, uh, but I hope something popped out at you. Maybe there was something on that sheet that you were reading through, uh, and you said to yourself, man, I, I don't know that I had ever considered that as a step that I could take uh, that would help me grow this year. Uh, maybe there was already something you had in mind when you came into the room or something else that you were thinking about during that time. But whatever it is, I want you to hold that step in your, in your mind for just a minute. Here's the reality, that God is doing something in us, he's leading us, and we do need to participate like in, in that journey, that there's a step that we have to take. But we can take almost any step and you will grow. I can promise you that if you picked anything off that sheet or probably anything that popped into your head and you actually name it, and do it this year, you will grow in your spiritual life. Like you will. That part of how God leads us and part of how he directs, that you can pick almost any step and you're going to take some steps this year and grow. You know, every year in January, we talk about membership here at Pulpit Rock. And one of the things I love about this place is that membership, that process of membership affirmation, it is not for us as a church that is not for our records or kind of keeping like tally of who's here and who's not here. It really is for you. And, and our heartbeat in that is that we do it every year as a way to reaffirm our desire to lean into community, that we reaffirm our desire to journey alongside one another. And so we want you to be talking to God and asking him, is this the place? Are these the people that you want me to journey with this year? 
But part of that decision to belong here to this place, it means that we each own our part in our own spiritual formation and our own growth. Being knit together as a community of faith, it means that when you grow in health, that when you grow in maturity and wisdom, it doesn't just benefit the people immediately in your circle, it benefits all of us. And that part of the amazing part of being knit together as a community is that those steps that you are taking, it is shaping this place, that you are shaping Pulpit Rock by the ways that you kind of own this and lean into it individually. And so together as a community, we want to own that. We want to step into our own spiritual growth in 2020 by committing to take some step. So when you walked in this morning, on your seat was a card Uh, look around you and try to find one of these. I know it's been a minute since you came in the room, but there should be a card like this on one of your seats. Uh, And I want to invite everyone to grab one of these, Uh, mom, dad, kids, students, uh, everyone in the room. There's two sides to it. On the front, it says, uh, yes, I want to be a member of Pulpit Rock and journey with God as part of this community in 2020. And on the back, it just says, the step that I will take in 2020 is... I want to invite you to write down that step, everyone, whatever that step is, big, small, the one you've been thinking of, the one you pulled off one of those sheets, and just name it. Say it out loud. Maybe not literally out loud, but say it out loud by putting it on the card. And move it from a place of just like aspiration of, yeah, I want to kind of grow this year, and let's write it down and commit to it by putting it on one of these papers. I'm going to have Roland just play softly for a few minutes and want you to just take a second. Would you name some step that you will take this year in 2020 for your own spiritual growth? take communion next. I want to invite you just as an act of commitment before God, as an act of commitment before one another, this community, to bring up this card and drop it in one of the baskets in the front uh, as you come and take communion. If you feel ready to, uh, to join us this year, just say, hey, I want to journey with these people, I invite you to fill out the front of that card as well uh, and just affirm that you're with us this year. But for everyone, whether or not you fill out the front, I want to invite you to fill out the back of that and bring that forward. 
not one per family, but one per person. And just set it in the basket as we take communion. And as we take communion together, as we come to this table, we confess that we can't do it on our own, that our spiritual growth is something that we do in response to how God leads us, that we do it in response to what he's done for us. As we come to the table, we confess that we need to trust him and that our trusting doesn't just happen in one moment, but it's a moment-by-moment trusting and turning. And so as we play this song, I want to invite you to come and receive communion. And when you feel ready to bring that commitment before the Lord and one another in one of these baskets, tables are now open.